Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker, and it's great to go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and talk to Gabe DeArmond of PowerMizzou.com. Tigers getting ready to actually play a game this weekend <laughs> against the South Carolina Gamecocks. Gabe, good morning. How are you doing? Not bad. What's going on, guys? Hey, it's good. great to have you with us. What a weird season this has been. Gabe, do you think in some ways that even though it's been stilted and lurching, that this can be a good season for... Eli Drinkwitz to implement his program, get everybody familiar, and maybe go into a normal year with a little more head start than uh, uh, he normally would be able to? Um, I mean, nobody would, if given the choice, nobody would have this season the way it is. First year coach, 10th year coach, whatever. Um, no, I think this is his clearly set any new coach back. Um, you know, year one, I mean, Year one is not he, he isn't able to get as much done as he would have been otherwise. Uh, I, I don't think there's any way around that. That doesn't mean you know they can't be good next year or anything like that. Um, but I, I don't think anybody would would want it this way. I, I suppose you can probably find ways to like tilt it around and say it's a positive, but it would take me longer to figure out how that is than just right now. Well, Gabe, it seems like because of the circumstances surrounding this season and the fact that he was a first-year head coach, that expectations were set pretty low for him. So I guess for me, the positive would be it seems like he's exceeded any expectation that could have possibly been set for him already. Yeah, I mean, I think before the season, Missouri probably was picked to go 2-8 and eight by most people somewhere around there. I picked him 3-7. and seven. Um, Anything more than three wins, which it looks like they should get now, but you never know. Um, would would be overachieving. Um, you know, I, I think Eli is, just from a personal standpoint, again, he wouldn't want it this way, but first-year coaches always have this, uh, this, you know, super long leash honeymoon period with fans, right? But I think this has probably given most first-year coaches, and Drinkwood certainly falls in this category, like the honeymoon period is going to be extended, even longer than it normally would be. I mean, it's going to be 2023 before anything negative is, is put on Eli Drinkwitz uh, from Missouri fans, which is fine. I understand why that is, um, you know, uh, but it, it has given coaches much more leash unless you are Will Muschamp, who I, I don't know, I guess in the middle of the pandemic and economic crisis, we're good with paying a football coach $13 million not to coach. So, Speaking of Will Muschamp, he, they will play, South Carolina will, their first game without him tomorrow night. And Gabe, with Mizzou playing only the third game in 42 days, any idea what to expect from the Tigers? Zero. I, I mean, Missouri has, as of last night, exactly 53 players available. That number is actually lower because it includes – 
you know, Kobe Whiteside, who realistically probably isn't playing, Larry Borum and Xavier Delgado, who Eli Drinkwitz has said will travel, but can only really play in an emergency. So they're down more around 50 guys. Uh, South Carolina lost three quarters of its starting secondary this week to opt outs after Muschamp was fired. Um, we have reached the point where, and we, a lot of us said this back in August, but now it's reality. The victory is in having games. They're probably yeah. <laughs> not going to be pretty. Um, yes, I, I get that you want to win. I get whichever team loses tomorrow night, their fans are going to be unhappy around 10 o'clock. But you never want to say when they keep score that it doesn't matter. But it almost doesn't matter at this point. Just go play games. There, there are four or five teams at this point playing for, hey, we want to make a playoff and win whatever weird championship they award at the end of the year. For everybody else, the goal is simply try to get most of these in and keep everybody healthy. Gabe, while we don't really know what to expect and the victory is in just playing, as you mentioned, um, and this is a difficult matchup to gauge based on all the intangibles with both teams, but it does seem like this should be a favorable matchup for Mizzou, right? Uh, Yeah, I mean, look, South Carolina had one of the worst pass defenses in the country before three quarters of its secondary opted out. So I, I guess if I'm a South Carolina fan, I'm going, well, it can't get any worse. I mean, it's, it, you know, whatever. All we are is still really bad. Whereas if I'm a Missouri fan, I'm looking at it and saying, you know, their their huge weakness just got weaker. Um, but, uh, again, it's a weird season. You never know. It, it wouldn't be a shock if South Carolina came out and won this game. I, I really think this amounts to, uh, you know, uh, who cares? Um, and and I don't know if South Carolina is going to care or not. Uh, you know, I don't think it's a situation where it's like, hey, let's go rally around the interim coach because he has virtually no chance to be the, the full-time coach at the end of this thing. Um, but for Missouri, they should care about this game. I, I think they do. I mean, we've talked about, hey, this is a team that can get to 500, can get to 6-4. and four. And in year one, that's a huge victory. Um, and, and this should mean – uh, something to Missouri. You know, they've beaten Kentucky already this year. If you can beat South Carolina, I mean, I've talked a lot about the path for Missouri to get to where it wants to go in the SEC East is to be better than South Carolina, Kentucky, and Tennessee. If you beat South Carolina, you have a winning record against those three programs this year. If you can do that, then build on it next year, then all of a sudden you're looking at a team that can rightfully say, hey, we're the third best program in this division now, so let's go try to catch Georgia or Florida on the right day. If you're a Mizzou fan, you need to check out and subscribe to the premium content at PowerMizzou.com. Gabe, last thing from me, I think the best thing I found out about the Mizzou Tigers this year is Connor Bazelak. Is there something else that uh, that I'm not seeing? Is there a part of the team, a player on the team, maybe part of the coaching staff, where you have found something out that is your favorite part that you found it out? Well, I think you're right. The, the biggest thing is Bazelak. Now, I don't want to be the, the guy throwing water on the fire here, but I don't know if we for sure found out about Connor Bazelak yet. Right? We, I mean, there's a lot of things to like, certainly. Um, he's your starter. I, I would imagine he's your starter next year. He, he's the guy to kind of get this program up and running. But if we look at this season – um, his best game was against LSU, which is, let's be honest, guys, that's a bad defense. I, I mean, it's just bad. Um, you know, the, he struggled some when he came in against Tennessee. I mean, he was decent, but but not great. Um, 
you know, there, there's been a little bit of up and down. They were certainly not good against a Florida defense that hadn't been good going into that game. So while there are early positive signs, I'm not yet ready to say, hey, Missouri has a you know top three quarterback in the SEC for the next three mm-hmm. years. I, I want to see a, a little bit. I want to see how the rest of this season goes and, and see where things are at and then give him a full offseason, which he obviously didn't have because, you know, he – I'm not even sure he was fully healthy at the beginning of fall camp. We weren't there, so nobody can know that. But tore his ACL, you know, late last November. So uh, wouldn't have been a surprise if he was still kind of getting getting his feet on the ground in early August. Gabe, we always love your work at PowerMizzou.com, and always appreciate your time here on Carriker and Smallman. Thanks so much, and have a good weekend. All right, same to you guys. Thanks for having me. You got it. See you later. That is Gabe DeArmond. And again, check out the website, powermazoo.com. Coming up, we've got Take It or Leave It. Get your text into the Air Comfort Service text line, 65780 for Tioli. And can T-Pain sing? It's coming your way on 101 ESPN. <laughs>